The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Women, am I right? Depends on what you're talking about. Always making you run late. Oh, yeah, that's true. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. We have a woman here. Jim Lambert, we have a news director here, Russell Stroud, we have a producer here, Brian Stone, and we have me, Jeff Stiles. I'm the guy that talks the most. I don't, this is pretty much it, really. Um, so wait, you gave them both job titles, but you said I'm a woman? <laughs> I'm happy to, I mean, yes, I am a woman. Hi, I'm the woman on this Gen- General manager, boss. It's not a radio, is the show a whole ass radio station? Commandante. You guys come in here and you do your stuff, and then I get left with every single thing. Ilsa, she wolf of the Nazi SS. I do all of it. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, if you want to see a disgusting, a truly disgusting movie, check out the Ilsa movies. Harem Keeper yeah. and She Wolf of the Nazi SS. Easily the most disturbing movies ever made. I have actually seen She Wolf of yeah, the Nazi SS. Torture porn at its best. And I'd say best. Saw was much better. Quality tire pros. Thank you so much for being presenting sponsors here. You just rolled we over that love one. Love you guys. Yes. <laughs> the number, if you ever want to respond to something, if you think there was another Ilsa movie that should be in the top three, let me know. 301 9229. 301 9229. Those were drive in movies, and I still couldn't get far enough away from the screen at certain times. Um, did y'all realize that yesterday? I, I can't believe this got by us yesterday, day before yesterday, actually was the 10th anniversary of the super outbreak and nobody said anything about it locally the entire day went by what's the tornado super oh the tornado super 10th anniversary and we marked that for for nine years and then on the 10th anniversary i think everybody just kind of just whoops just let it go three picked it up Uh, but it was very brief yeah was it yesterday I mean, oh, two days ago, fifteen well, dead, tornadoes happen all the time. I know now, now you know. one hundred sixty-five mile an hour winds, but that was that was special. Yeah. And then yesterday, I'm out walking with the dogs, and well, golly, I'm sweating a lot because the breeze was cool, mm-hmm. but the sun was hot. And I got back in the car and checked out my my car thermometer. I was parked in the shade. It was eighty-two. Yeah, I what? turned on my 82 air. Eighty-two degrees. I it turned my on AC on. Yeah. It didn't get hotter than like seventy. Where I was? Oh, it's it's one of those inversion days. Yeah, it's it's the mountain. hottest day we've had since 1899 yesterday. Wow. How about that? All right, I need to do a couple of things very fast here on the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. So I need they to had uh, global warming in 1899, too? Yeah, that was during the, the, the Industrial Revolution. Why didn't they, they do anything about it, choking, damn it? Choking, damn. The, <laughs> choking the skies with coal. We could have shot this thing in its crib. They were just bring, they, they, they were burning whole slabs of earth as slate, you know, just for, for hand warmers back <laughs> yeah. in those days. Would you like your asbestos shorts, sir? From Dax Turner of Chattanooga <laughs> Safety Products, I, I when I was telling the cave story, you were telling the cave story, we were talking about the cave story yesterday in the rescue i mentioned the fact that dax over there on signal mountain not on lookout does similar things and he said jeff i am really only a member of wres that's walden ridge emergency services that's correct and i am the general manager at chattanooga safety not the owner that is that is i all apologize correct. dax dax is going to be our guest 
next Monday, not Dad, this I, I should have corrected him during the show. I apologize. I actually knew go. both of those things as well, but I figured I would let Jeff inflate you a little bit. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So you, over, you, you shot high on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not a it's bad not like thing. you called him the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's ambassador to the UN, and he's here, and he's one of our sponsors. Dax Turner, uh, President of the United States of America. <laughs> and uh, this Monday, we will be joined by a representative from CADIS, and I can tell you that. Very excited. I very often have conversations with uh, the alumni from CADIS and the Oasis, Safway House, and things of this nature, and this is a big deal. The fact that they are directly advertising to consumers yep. is a sea change mm-hmm. in the way that 12-step uh, groups you know, work and have to face the new reality if they want to get the message out there Maybe the old, which you said never made sense to you, but I understand, Brian. I felt the same way for a long time. I do get the other side, but I'm really more on your side. You know, the attraction rather than promotion, Mm -hmm. that made sense in 1939. Right. uh, When radio was still new and TV was not even heard of yet. And, you know, people got most of their news from yellow journalism rags, you know. And uh, so anyway, this is going to be very interesting. We're very proud to have them on board. Mm-hmm. Do you guys notice real quick, because I had to dress up this morning. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Yes. I addressed the downtown He's chamber this morning. He's wearing his suede-esque shirt. Swayze. <laughs> Swayze. He's got a front pocket and everything. But check it out. It's a collared shirt yeah. that has a real cool turn-up you know, aspect to it. Oh, but nice. It's all, it's all silky. slick and but silky. Can, do you notice anything unusual about this shirt? Yes, it's clean. Well, no, there's a couple spots here and there. But. It's a button-up. It's a left-handed shirt. I was going to say, is that a woman's oh, shirt? It's, is a it a left, woman's it's shirt? a left-handed shirt. No, it's just a, it literally, I bought a left-handed shirt. No, you the didn't. Buttons, That's a woman's shirt. The buttons, yeah. no, I promise you it's not. Uh, I have several just like it, and, and they actually, I remember when I bought them, it was one of those big and tall places, mm-hmm. and they oh. and because they did big and tall, I guess they went left too. Yeah. And I and I bought the wrong one, and the button. I can't tell you how long it took me to button this up this morning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's one of those muscle memory things yeah. you're just so, so just, used to. Just unbutton the top and do pull it off. Oh. You know, pull it over your shoulder. Well, not I'm, now. Well, not, not now. Not, yeah, what I'm are not going to do it now. I, actually, I am going to unbutton it because that top button bothers me anyway. But see. So the buttons are on the wrong side. Now you need some gold chains with that yeah. with that hairy chest. Like Rick get Rick Davis, Davis out of da- jail <laughs> yeah. and get him over here and give me a good deal. He never even went to jail. I know. I Rick know. Davis didn't do anything I wrong. No, I know. Are you, you sure know about of. that? <laughs> that you can Well, prove. in this situation, no, he didn't. Not with the old poocheroonie. He just wanted to rescue a dog. Uh, very quickly, before we go to Russell and we get started with the headlines, the casual headlines this morning, uh, I thought this was really good. I don't normally look to to Jimmy Kimmel for my political advice, oh even my though gosh. I know that you you I love him dearly. I do love him, and he certainly he's hilarious. He, he you talk about it, he cannot not take the bait <laughs> when Margie Taylor Greene or, or Donald Trump does something. He just he just can't let it go, and uh, he said this about the State of the Union address. He goes, "It was a very tough speech." Biden said that even though the country is divided right now, right now. We all need to come together and agree that the section of the city reboot wasn't anywhere near as good as we hoped it would be. And um, and I, I have to agree with him, even though I did never watch the show. I watched a little bit of this new show. I can't even begin to fathom Wait, what made it popular. You watched this new season, yeah, like the, the, the new, new series. The new, the new series. What it, suddenly it happened. Ho- or whatever it's called, you know. I can't remember now. It was so bad. It was 
god awful. And I was going and just like that. Who liked these characters? The characters back in the early nineties were good. Were great. Yeah. It was a great show. And one more piece of entertainment news before we get into I've the heavy it. stuff. The Batman opens oh, in yeah. New York City this weekend. I'm excited. They are doing a pricing experiment. The tickets will be one dollar more than any other movie oh, at the AMCs man. in mm-hmm. New York. Jim, can we get this is early? a literally a an experiment to see people if people will pay. That's a that's a rather substantive increase. Yeah. And I'm it's looking like, at the reviews for the Batman and and it's getting rave reviews. Is it? And mm-hmm. I I I'm having a hard time picturing Pattinson in that yeah, role. Yeah, but yeah. not in Tenet, he was badass. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. It's fucking great. I didn't realize until just today that this is, they got, it's like the, the Batman movie with Adam West. We've got everybody but the Joker. We've got mm-hmm. Catwoman, we got the Penguin, and we got the Riddler. And in the movie, you know, where he had the, the shark hanging off, I mean, he, he took <laughs> the like bat repellent with- <laughs> out, of his, out of his utility <laughs> yeah. belt, the shark repellent, you know, shh. And because he always, everything in his utility belt. And that was no, one of the corniest no. movies of all time. It's horrible. Zoe but, Kravitz plays Catwoman in this, right? Yep. Do you know who plays Penguin? She's stunning. Not who you think. It's Colin Farrell, isn't it? Colin Farrell. Yeah. Colin Farrell plays Penguin. I can see Penguin. that. I can see it. I can see I it. I can't. With a lot Paul, of Paul Dano plays Riddler. Dano. Uh, really Is it Dano? Yeah. yeah. Dano, Dano plays Riddler. Paul Dano's one He's of my favorite He's good in actors. everything. Yeah, I agree. The guy that was in Love and Mercy and There Will oh, Be yeah. Blood oh, and yeah. it's just an incredibly intense dramatic actor. So they didn't bring Danny DeVito back. No, huh? no, no Danny DeVito Batman and no movies. and no Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey is busy with Sonic the Hedgehog Part Four. I remember the Schwarzenegger wasn't available. Your, yeah, your ruination of your children. Stay cool. I really like Dano in um, Little Miss Sunshine. I haven't oh seen that. yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, you haven't what? seen that? No. Get on that immediately. You'll okay. love it. Oh my! You'll love my it. Gosh! First, catch up on all the Batman's, the Spider Man's, yeah. and Iron Man's. <laughs> then, then check out Little Miss Sunshine. You gotta see the new. Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin is as the grandfather with the young girl who's now made a very great career for herself. I can't think of her name right this second. And and it, he, he, there's a line in there. He snorts a big line of heroin, and his granddaughter's looking at him going, you do heroin? He goes, listen to me. At your age, you'd be crazy to do heroin. At my age, you'd be crazy not to. Right. <laughs> and, uh, he, and he's just, I mean, go ahead and make and the Larry ru- David soundtrack. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what he's like. Don't ruin the end, but no, the, it's, no, it's no. worth it. No, it's, 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 it's worth the hour and 50 minutes. All right, minutes. now after you've quit searching for, for, for Little Miss Sunshine, <laughs> and Tony Collette's great, too. There's another one, yes. too, Cloris Leachman. When Tony Collette's crying, she goes, do I need a rag? She goes, honey, you need a hose. <laughs> there's some great writing in there. All right, so um, Russell Stroud, Russell the Love Muscle, has some headlines for you right now. All right, well, good morning, everyone. The county commission on Wednesday approved the first steps, which would allow Erlanger to shift from a public hospital to a nonprofit. This means that the removal of the hospital authority is potentially imminent. It previously partially governed over Erlanger Hospital and partially funded it as well. It was established back in 1976. Erlanger officials have said in the past that the move will financially hurt initially, but the agility they'll gain will make up for it. 
An inmate was stabbed at the Silverdale facility. Details still limited as to the circumstances, but we were told that the victim's injuries were not life-threatening. An investigation was launched by the sheriff's office. County Commissioner Tim Boyd took time at Wednesday's meeting to call for the resignation of District Attorney Neil Pinkston. This comes after the Comptroller's office declared that he violated state nepotism laws when he fired his wife and uh, rather hired his wife and brother-in-law. Pinkston told the commission that he did not think he was violating the law at the time. Mayor Coppinger told Commissioner Boyd, quote, I hope no one in this county or in this commission should ever take pleasure in someone getting into trouble or making a mistake. <laughs> And finally, a fire alarm woke up a Signal Mountain resident just in time for them to escape a burning home. It happened at 1.30 a.m. Thursday. Signal Mountain Fire Department says that they were assisted at the scene by the Chattanooga Fire Department and Walden's Ridge. Nobody was hurt, but the house is reportedly a total loss. You happen to know where? Uh, not off the top of my head. I didn't write down the address, okay. but I can tell you in a minute. And now from a place which has plenty of fire extinguishers and fire alarms, it's Dave Hooker. The nation's favorite pastime is work stoppage. I'm Dave Hooker off the hook sports. We have major league baseball's owners and players deciding that they'll forego the early part of the season. Why? Because, well, they can't get along and split billions of dollars. It's what the major leagues do every, eh, let's say decade or so. There's a work stoppage or a strike, whatever you may want to call it. And now you have Major League Baseball players trying to say this is morally the right thing to do. We deserve a bigger share of the pie. Well, the average income of a Major League Baseball player is about $4.2 million per year. Compare that with football where guys sometimes only make three or $400,000 a year, which isn't bad money, but it's not life-changing money, and they end up crippled at the end of their career. So it's really hard for me to side with the major league baseball players association it's also hard for me to side with well really the owners we're talking about guys that are sitting back with billions of dollars that own teams and they want every last cent and the sad part is two-thirds of them don't care if they provide a winning product to their fans as long as their business runs so here's what happens we will see this work stoppage continue, and then eventually something like, I don't know, steroids or a juiced baseball will bring baseball back once again. That's the cycle. I've seen it before. If you're over 40 or so years old, then you've seen it before, too. Hopefully, we're around long enough to see it again, or another time, or maybe a third time. Dave Hooker off the Hook Sports. Thank you, Dave, for your... Watch out for his left hook sports. <laughs> I figured we'll just go with the hook thing. Hook one, pearl two. Uh, and, and real quick on, on Tim Boyd. I mean, just give me a break. Look at his discretionary funds, where it goes, and then look where his daughter works. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. And him having a problem with nepotism. Get out of here. He can't get out of the commission no, quick no, enough. No, no. The, this will come up later. Uh, the, the, it takes two seconds to Google this and find it. The TV reports have the very pointed question. He's leaning in with his glasses tilted down on his nose a little bit, you know, with that yeah. serious bureaucratic look. Um, he goes, what I want to know is did the district attorney know he was violating the nepotism rule? And that's usually where they stop. Right. Now, the guy he asked the question of with the state comptroller's office 
His answer was, which only one station played one time, was... <laughs> Obviously, he didn't. Yes. <laughs> right. They, they played they every hour. They didn't play <laughs> the answer, which was a little bit different. Yeah. It gave you a whole different kind of picture of what sure. happened there than what you got from just the question. Mm -hmm. By the way, it's knit one, pearl two. Knit one, pearl two, whatever. I'm not a crocheter. So anyway, uh, thank you, Dave Hooker, for your sports. You do a great job. Let's start with uh, something domestic. Uh, we'll get to Ukraine here in just a little bit. Okay, just don't hit me again. Uh, the January 6th Select <laughs> Committee, this is from Politico, and I think Politico does a pretty good job. You know, if, if you think mm -hmm. everything's slanted, you're going to think everything's slanted. I think um, Politico's more right slanted than not. If actually. not, yeah. It says its evidence has shown that then-President Donald Trump and his campaign did try to illegally obstruct Congress's counting of electoral votes and, here's the important part, engaged in a criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States. Remember cool. a long time ago I said it won't be the most obvious charges that end up putting him inside a courtroom in front of a judge at some point. That's a Jimmy Hoffa effect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We and got a, him on tax evasion. And a, Al Capone. And a yeah. major release of its findings, check it out, filed in federal court late Wednesday, the committee suggested that its evidence supported findings that Trump himself violated multiple laws by attempting to prevent Congress from certifying his defeat. Quote, the select committee also has a good faith basis for concluding that the president and members of his campaign engaged in a criminal conspiracy to defraud the U.S. That is from the committee wrote in a filing submitted in U.S. District Court in the Central District of California. And the it just gets curiouser and curiouser, and the plot gets thicker and thicker, and they go deeper and deeper, just like the guys in Lookout Mountain the other day. And just as a, <laughs> a, just a curve on what you're saying, sure. is the president exempt from nepotism? No. Obviously. Well, actually, his, his family were, uh, none of them got paid. He, 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 remember, he forego, he, 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 he foregoed his salary, his salary right. and he put his family members in unpaid positions. They didn't need the money. Right. And that way, uh, he basically, that was the smart move. He avoided okay. that. Now, still, Just they checking. were his closest advisors. And that, you know, they, they don't dodge any responsibility just simply because they weren't taking U.S. taxpayer dollars. Uh, now, I, one of them, uh, da, 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 Kushner? Kushner. Yeah. Jared Kushner, I think, I think actually was on the payroll. Yeah, he was the more prominent one. I yeah. don't know. Would that count because he was his son in law? I don't know. But yeah, he, sure son in law, certainly family. Son, that's, yeah. That's brother in law. Brother in law. Neil yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Pinkston uh, declared we didn't know this yesterday. I certainly would have brought it up when Cody Womp was in here. That was a great interview. She got good and amped up. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, shows, I mean, she's certainly passionate and she really doesn't like Neil Pinkston. Uh, but <laughs> she made that very clear. The DA general, who currently holds the office and is the incumbent, announced his reelection yesterday. And it happened after we were actually done with our recording. To the uh, surprise of no one. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to run again. And yeah. he is. He's leaning heavily on that cold crimes, you know, team that he put together. Mm -hmm. yeah. He says he has 20 solved cases. Now, you remember when Cody said this, I'm not trying to, to say anything in her absence that would make her look bad. But she said, well, you know, most of those came from confessions mm -hmm. elsewhere. 
well, when you're DA, are you going to turn down confessions? Right. Yeah, I um, are you are, are you going to say up. that's not a win for my prosecution office when somebody confesses to a crime? Of course, you're going to take those. That comes with the. That's what you want. Yeah, that's the ironclad. You can't you can't get out of it. Deal. You know? I, in my my mind, a win is a win. But yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know this train has already left the station, but I I always thought that uh, Lee Davis would make a great DA. Uh, let him get through being mayor of Walden. Yeah, uh, and that right. was his first foray. He'd be a busy guy. Well, he did run years ago. I don't yeah. know if you remember he, this. This was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. He has a very busy practice, and the cases that he takes are extremely complicated cases. Sure. He he is you know uh, he he's the dude in the he's, southeast right he's now. Amazing. I don't think there's a better defense attorney anywhere I in the agree southeast with you right fully, now. So completely. I mean, it'd be kind of a shame to see him walk away from it, but everybody's got to get tired of that at some point. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, some other things, domestic stuff. The numbers came in yesterday, and 125 kids have been found and reunited with their parents, those separated at the border that Biden promised to find. As of right now, 216 kids still in foster homes somewhere or group homes as they continue to look for the parents. Some of those parents, of course, are dead and buried in the desert, as right. we all know, unfortunately. And um, some of them are still in cages somewhere. I would like to say thank you again to Andrew Clyde of Georgia for giving us the picture that goes to next to the to the description of sniveling pissant coward liar in Webster's dictionary. <laughs> Andrew Clyde, the guy who said it was just a normal tourist day at the Capitol, and anybody who says otherwise is a bold faced liar. And this is the man that was screaming like a girl as everybody was protecting him from the people trying to come through the door. He was putting his weight up because the door was whining like a bitch. And yesterday, he was one of three, three votes against the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act that was passed by the U.S. Congress. 422 to three, the House of Representatives, Andrew Clyde, was one of those that voted no. He is a liar. He is a con man. He is a coward. He is a backstabber. He is a political animal. He does not have the truth in him. Anybody who admires him is an idiot. Anybody who supports him and gives him money is a fool. Get that guy out of Congress. Get him out of the country. He's a traitor to the United States. I can't say enough bad things about him. All right, there. I get the feeling you don't like him. Chattanooga is observing Housing Week. I didn't realize that either until yesterday. Uh, as Mayor Tim Kelly, you know, had a huge seminar calling for assistance from all quarters uh, in trying to make sure that we have more affordable housing and that people can get answers to their questions during this particular time. Who saw the Ron DeSantis video scolding the high school students over wearing the masks, which they were, of course, required to do? According to their school rules, I did not see I heard it, portions but I of saw, it. I had heard about it. it. Yeah, you you can't you can't judge it unless you see the body language. He looked at those kids with sheer disgust, and he talked to them like they were kindergartners who had fouled their underpants, you know, <laughs> right before lunch. And if I had been one of those grown seniors in high yeah. school. I would have jacked his jaw for talking to me like that. And if I was a parent of one of those kids, I would have him brought up on criminal charges for verbal assault against a minor. It was awful. 
I mean, you, 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 yeah, he, he's just looking at me, he's shaking his head, and he's going, God, Jesus Christ, this has got to stop. You've got to be kidding me. To these kids that were there to be honored by him. That's so weird. What an asshole. Yeah. Is there a bigger asshole anywhere in, in governance left? Um, now that Trump's out, is there a bigger, say. just straight-up asshole than Ron DeSantis? Yeah, Greg uh, Abbott doesn't even compare. No, Greg Abbott at least has like some principles. Um, I think we got Vladimir Putin still. So well, he's, yeah, I'm, he's I up was there. Men, America, but oh. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll some, give you that. There's probably some like commissioner somewhere in some county that said the N word on record or something. He is going to. He's going to personally violate enough people's space and sensibilities. To where he's going to single-handedly take himself out of the front runner's position. Well, listen, with DeSantis, oh. if if he hasn't been taken out of office out of what happened uh, after what happened to that one journalist where he stormed her house and seized her hard drives, nothing's yeah. going to happen. Uh, at any rate, um, let's see here. Ford separates into two divisions: uh, internal combustion and electric vehicles. Interesting. That's, I'd say pretty big. Uh, the first Oath Keeper. Happens to be from Arab, Alabama. Y'all do understand that's the way it's pronounced, <laughs> yes, right? Yes. It is Arab, Alabama, uh, pleads guilty to seditious conspiracy. He is looking at seven and a half to nine years in prison. That's pretty light, actually. Uh, and it could go up to 21 if there's extenuating circumstances, but since he did plead guilty, he'll get the lightest sentence possible. He'll probably be out in three and a half, four years. Yeah, he's going to do some real time. I bet you he uh, got such a light sentence because he's, uh, you know. He's cooperating. Yeah. yeah. M- m- most of them are. Most of them are, most yeah. Most of them are at this point. Probably oh, because he found out that most of his compatriots were feds. Annie Howell is the name of the woman who was one of the first ones to actually get inside the Capitol. Mm-hmm. She snuck in as the big burly guys were bashing on people. Yeah, that was wild. And she was wearing a MAGA hat, and she's a, you know, a young woman, and uh, she she would catch your eye on camera just generally. Yeah, I remember seeing the video, actually. Yeah. Why? Because and, she's young? Yeah, she's young, and she's attractive, and, and she didn't look like that type, but she was the first one in, and she was found guilty of criminal trespassing and a few other things, and she said, I was promised a job at the White House. And instead, I have a prison term. They literally came to me and they said, if, if you will join this group right here, we will make sure you have a job in the Trump White House when we take over. And she believed Well, them. she's dumb. Yeah, so you got that. <laughs> and one more, and I do seem to be on a, a, a tear here on ideologically, but I can't help it. Social, the, the truth social media app that Trump started. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Total failure. Complete. Uh, one you think it he would doesn't be a use success? it. No, no, I did not. But I mean, again, he's such a con man. People did. You tried to get on, you couldn't get on. You tried to get on, you couldn't get on. No, he is not on. He doesn't use it, and people are quitting in droves. Once again, he promised a huge media app, social huge. media app, and he it was going to be huge, 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 and it was going to be just <laughs> super profitable, and people were going to flock to it. Nobody can figure it out. It's going to be a very narrow people group of people. I mean, talk about a you know an echo chamber, but it is a failure. It, it will no longer exist, just like Mike Lindell's media app. I forgot about that. By the end of this month, <laughs> it, will, it won't exist anymore. So these I mean, people need to just stop with the social media apps. Don't they realize social media is the problem already? Like, just stop. 
Amazon also closes all its bookstores, 68 retail locations. Huh? So lots of, yeah. Amazon Wait, bookstores what? out, done, I don't know if they ever had any. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where it began. Amazon began with books. Well, yeah, I know that, but it was an online bookstore. It wasn't but, a physical no, they, one. They, had, they decided to have brick-and-mortar stores, and then they expanded beyond books, and the bookstores got left behind. Now, uh, let's go back okay. to, very quickly, let's go to Ukraine. All right. Uh Mariupol falls. Right. Uh, Kiev is next. Right. They're way underestimating civilian deaths. Well over four thousand now, and that's 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 way that's under. That's a conservative estimate. And yeah. uh, but they're they're quoting under because they just haven't had a chance to count the bodies. Uh, the thermobaric weapons, thank you, mm-hmm. uh, have been used again a couple of times. I've decided I I drop hyperbolic bombs. We're going to use that. Yeah. We're going to use hyperbolic bombs in our in our propaganda supporting yeah. this this podcast this mm-hmm. the Chattanooga Drive-In show in in the future but um, <laughs> yeah the uh, Germany also in the we're coming for your ill-gotten gains mm-hmm. uh, comment that Biden said Germany sees the world's biggest mega yacht yesterday I don't know what it's worth but it belongs to a Russian oligarchal seven woman million, I oh, 7 billion was it billion? It'd have to be, yeah, billion for right. the world's biggest yacht. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're talking about a floating city. I thought I saw that number. Uh, a flo- floating city. I mean, people around here drive a $7 million dollar boats. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, you there can't was, imagine uh, how huge these things are. I don't think I saw the story, but there was a Russian who had his yacht parked in Spain. His mechanic was a Ukrainian, and he sank uh, the dude's yacht. Oh, no. Like the mechanic, like intentionally sank the dude's yacht. I have my last thing I'm going to say on the upfront wrap up brought to you by People's Home Equity. Thank you very much, Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass. People's Home Equity, if you're in that housing market here during housing week in Chattanooga, you need to get pre approved. I can tell you that without having to go to a seminar. 5919801, and com, And, uh, that's chat with two T's. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> and do I do I really want to even venture off into this? No, I'll I'll, just, I'll go ahead and wrap it up. I'll just I'll just go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, whatever you've got on Iraq that you don't want to do in your flex, talk about it now. It, it's 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 uh, excuse me. And there you go. Hyperbolic what bombs being dropped in Iraq? I was thinking, did um, I miss something? <laughs> no. Um. And and in, in Ukraine, obviously. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's not it's, even hyperbole. It's, it's wrong. It's mostly. <laughs> It's mostly bad news right this second. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't really have anything uh, about Ukraine in my flex. Actually, I'm going to talk about the Romanian uh, helicopter and jet. Yeah, uh, thank you. Which I think is really interesting and not many people have heard about. But no, the situation in Ukraine continues to, to get worse and worse, unfortunately, for the Ukrainian people. Um, the Ukrainians, however, the Ukrainian army has seen some gains, uh, while the Russians have seen significant gains in the south, taking Mariupol and taking uh, almost taking Kharkhan. Uh, Kiev remains still standing, and the Ukrainians have gotten bold enough to actually launch some counteroffensives. I saw this morning a tweet uh, from the ambassador to the UN from Ukraine who was warning that they'd seen satellite images of Russian uh, missile batteries turning toward Russia. So they're worried that Russia may attempt another uh, false flag attack on their own country and try to blame it on Ukraine. Of course, calling Russia out on these before they happen is sort of the best thing that you can do. 
And that's what stopped the invasion of Ukraine happening earlier than it was planned to happen. Uh, some people may not know that, but it was planned, uh, according to some intelligence sources, that the Ukraine invasion would happen a couple of weeks before it actually did. But Biden and uh, the UN and a couple of other, other countries, Germany, uh, calling out uh, Russia on it before it happened made them delay it so they would lessen uh, faith in U.S. intelligence. Uh, sanctions continue to ramp up. We've seen that already. Um, there's flights uh, that cannot land now uh, trying to leave Russia. There have been people trying to flee Russia via plane, and they get turned around at the border and are forced to land again inside Russian borders. So it's it's a bad situation for Russian civilian citizens, uh, people who are not Putin, who are trying to escape uh, his awful regime and the terrible economic situation that we've set up for them. I have a friend who works in a liquor store locally. He does not drink himself, which actually is not uncommon. Really? Um, but uh, I asked him if they were seeing a boycott of Russian vodka. He said no. Really? He said they're seeing a run on it. Mm -hmm. He said they've actually separated all the vodkas, the real, because most Russian vodkas are made here now. The ones that are literally being made in Russia are right here, and mm -hmm. the ones that are being made in Ukraine, who also, of course, make their own vodka, mm -hmm. are right here. He said, let the buyer, you know, choose whatever they want. There Smart. are people around here who do like, you know, that and that and that, you know, conservative uh, pack meeting that, uh, you know, shouted Putin's name the other day. There are people who do support Russia. What's a brand name for a Russian vodka? Almost all of them other than Tito's. Um, no. They they virtually all Stolichnaya, Tito's Smirnoff, like a well, a well um, liquor. I, uh, no, no. Tito's is a high-end premium really? liquor that Gross. you overpay for. Well, that's how they because sell it's it. American yeah. made. It's not really any chemically different than anything. No, else, no. <laughs> Just I mean, potatoes. Yeah. Nowadays, you know. Nowadays, I mean, the the big thing is flavored vodka. Ugh. I can't imagine being a 16-year-old there. You know, out trying to learn how to drink oh and gosh. drinking kiwi flavored, flavored vodka. Yeah. That's just got to be a disaster. It's it's really awful. Um, if it's cold, if it's ice, Ooh. ice cold, and you get like a like a watermelon flavor. All right, vodka, you guys are giving me a headache. You a a, if you take two liter dams of urine and it's ice cold, you can you can choke it down. I'm Actually, sure. I, I enjoyed those way back in Has the day. Anyone yeah. ever tried to distill and I don't drink much. a diabetic's urine? No, no, because <laughs> no, that you, can be your you, deep dive for you know, Monday. That that because it would certainly f ferment. It I would, would have think. the sugar content. Yeah, I would think. I would think it would ferment. You're probably right. These are the things, things I think about. Most things do. Okay, all right. Upfront wrap up done. Everybody's got one. Editorial time. Everybody's got one. Editorial time. Can I make liquor from my urine? <laughs> This is uh, this is an easy one. Desperate times. Herschel Walker has made a bold move, a bold statement, and he has decided that he is actually not going to go to Margie Taylor Greene's big event after her speech that she made at, at the, the white CPAC. supremacist yeah. right not a cpac the uh, one before the one that before. Huh, that's because they're running commercials on the local uh yeah. the next door neighbors here yes. at espn station there's yeah. a marge taylor commercial running for her gathering in rome I believe yeah it's it in rome well they're it's, not going it, to not take her money it's of in course rome. not and uh and it is uh let's see called this it's a second amendment and freedom rally in Rome, and guess who else is going to be there? Her twin, separated at birth, Matt Gates, yeah. with his warped, mutated, you know, melted head. Oh, the supposed and his pedophile, pedophile, Matt Gates. pedophilic tendencies. Yeah. Um, you know, and, that's always confused me about MTG. 
You know, yeah. I don't mean to go off. She on goes a off on QAnon, thing. but then she hangs out with a known pedophile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who that's brags always, about it? That's always sort of struck me as being a little bit strange. Like, used, how does she spin that one? He used to go and She's show other never congressmen about it that way. naked pictures of the seventeen-year-old girl he was with the night before. Yeah, and yeah. they still embrace him. Steve Bannon will be there too. You know, oh, Dar- Darth Vader, as we know him. And Herschel Walker, after she went to the white supremacist group, his offices did not make any comment, but he said, I am rescinding my acceptance to speak. I will not be there. Didn't say anything else. And I just said, that is absolutely wonderful. Herschel is not the smartest guy in the world. Fantastic ball player, businessman. He has failed repeatedly. Logic-wise, he doesn't make sense a lot of times. He's got some mental mental illness. He does. Verifiable, certifiable. Yeah, diagnosed, diagnosed. Diagnosed. And he has you know some, some baggage that he carries, but he's still one of my heroes. I don't really care that much about his politics. But what he's doing is he's finally showing enough gumption to not do things that are in his not his interest. That's one of the diseases that America has right now is they vote against their best interests. And if you're a congressperson and it's your best interest to vote this way, but it's your constituents to vote another way and you vote that way, well, you're voting against your best interest for the right reasons. You're being heroic. Marilyn Lloyd, we talked about her yesterday. She was famous for that. She did not agree with the vote she was casting, but she felt like she needed to vote the way the district wanted her to vote. That's what they're supposed to do, right? That is public service. Kind of the design. But American citizens have long since. I like that Brian scoffs at the idea of public service. It's it's nonsense. I know, it's just funny. (laughs) In the habit of voting against their own best interests. They support the party or the candidate that is going to do the most harm to their paycheck because they love the rhetoric. Mm -hmm. And just to see Herschel stand up on this one, if she goes and speaks at a Klan rally, he probably shouldn't go hang out with her on a stage, there, right? There is some some honor to be found in not hanging out with white supremacists. He, yeah. He can beat Warnock. He might not, but he can. And if he stays away from nonsense like that, that's going to help his case, yeah, it especially will. Yeah, amongst it will. the African-American voters. It will. Yeah. And, you know, the Republican Party doesn't know what to do. They would like to censure. They'd like to eradicate. They'd like to get rid of Lauren Boebert. Oh, yeah. Boebert doesn't raise anywhere near the money that MTG does, but she's still a powerful voice. They're not going to do it. They're scared. They're scared to death of the far right-wing base that they have in their pocket. Well, so like I've said before, MTG was was not the intentional choice of the people of Northwest Georgia. It should be noted. I know she won because her opponent dropped out. Yeah, she was unopposed in the end. She was unopposed. So you know, before you paint all of us Northwest Georgians with the same brush, remember we had no I've choice. God, I'll use whatever brush. You son of a bitch, come here. <laughs> all right, uh, duh, duh. Category brought to you by. Dax Turner, the general manager at Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. This is very simple. The reason it's duh is because people go, why would somebody pay so much money for such a piece of crap whenever there's an auction, right? Whenever there's so, Why would somebody pay that much money for that baseball card or that comic book or whatever? Something is worth what you will pay for it. Exactly. And here you go. There's the perfect example. A helmet 
worn by Amelia Earhart, mm. where she yeah. was famously photographed in several mm-hmm. times. As a matter of fact, when you see her with that Helmet, helmet yeah. that helmet, which was really <laughs> just leather. a leather skull yeah. cap that was designed to basically soften a blow, but mostly to keep her head warm, sold for eight hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Know it? Eight hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. I believe that all day. Nobody can picture Amelia Earhart without, without that. Without that, right, exactly. Right. It looks like Leatherheads. George Clooney. Yeah, looks like she's playing know. Georgia Tech football yeah, in nineteen twenty. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> it does. like the 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 the, the winning Sewanee team that traveled all over yeah. the place and couldn't find anybody to beat them. <laughs> you know the Leatherheads, but I mean eight hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. That is somebody. It is worth that much to them, and that means somebody else was bidding against them that got it that high. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That's just one of those things I got over a long time ago. Uh, When A-Rod made his first just ridiculous, insulting to human intelligence contract for however much money it was a year. The very first one? I remember just just going off one morning, and our old buddy JR, the sports guy, is going, dude, he'll take whatever money they give him, and they're going to give him whatever they have to give him because they need him. And in this world, you will pay what you need to pay for what you want. You know, and he mentioned, he said, look at Sotheby's and the stuff they buy. Mm-hmm. Why well, I don't want a Da Vinci in my house. I could care less about it. I have dogs playing poker. That yeah. covers me on artwork. He said, but Amazon, he gave me one. I'd take one, but I'm not going to pay $10 for it. Somebody else is going to pay $10 million, That first know? A-Rod contract was around 2001 for 10 years, $250 million. And at the time was like the most eye-popping ridiculous number ever those numbers are thrown around every single day in baseball that's why they're on strike and lockout because it's out of control yeah there you go well yeah you're you're worth what you're what somebody will give you to give you an idea of that uh you know i follow the video game market somewhat closely because i play a lot of games and i waste my life slowly hour by hour every day uh a copy of the legend of zelda for nintendo uh, entertainment system a rare copy of it sold for eight hundred and seventy thousand. is that the gold is that the gold cartridge but this was an incredibly uh rare variant this is like at an auction wow uh the Article says I believe it. it held an early production status. It was revision A. It had like the dip switches on it and everything. Uh, yeah, it sold for a hell of a lot of money because it's really, really rare. All right, and that's your dud today. People will pay whatever they want to pay if they want to badden up. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I got a couple of what are you doing. I, I, have, you I have one thing that I'll get to. Okay. Uh, this month, the American Heart Association and Ruby Falls are challenging the community to walk. 100 million steps. On average, Ruby Falls guests walk about 2,000 steps while they're touring the cave and climbing Lookout Mountain. As part of this collaborative challenge, Ruby Falls visitors can show their participation by signing the event banner that is on display up there. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good thing to you do. You think I could bomb it? Like you know, sign it real quick. I don't know why not. I don't mean literally explosion bomb. No, I mean no, like no, a photo no, bomb. No, no, like, but photo bomb. Oh, right? Like you well, do, dove in and yeah. I don't I mean like I didn't walk at all. I think just going up there. I had my friends carry me here. <laughs> I didn't walk any steps and I still signed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, a couple of things. We haven't mentioned this one and, and I think it's worthy of mentioning. You've seen a lot of advertising for it. If you watch local TV, the Paul Belcher Gospel Review is going to be in town. And uh, mm-hmm. no, I'm I mean, run out and get my ticket. Memorial Auditorium uh, Saturday <laughs> tomorrow. I am a fan of old gospel music. No, me too. Me too. You know what? Do me a favor, Brian. Do this real fast. Look up just just look up Sunday Morning Gospel Jubilee. Oh boy. Sunday Morning Gospel Jubilee. Oh, this back. is what I used to listen to when I was a kid. My grandfather, my daddy Bill, my mom's dad had a beautiful baritone voice. 
We got up every Sunday morning, watched that show, and then went to church, and I listened to him sing. And I loved his voice. Did you ever it listen to the, wonderful. Uh, the Gaither family way back? Of course, the yeah. Gaither family. I do remember well, that. And, and that, that show it, it featured the Happy Goodmans, the yeah. Sunshine Boys, yeah. uh, the Florida family or something like that. Here you go. Hang on. Where's me? You would not like catch it. him dead. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right. It's, it's the first thing that popped like up. Grand old opera it, stuff. It's going to be, it, it gets to the chorus. You can just let it ride for a second. They're going to have the Triumphant Quartet, Karen Peck, and New River, the Inspirations, and the Primitive Quartet, Saturday night, tomorrow night at Memorial Auditorium. Hang on for a second. It's good stuff. I'm, I'm flashing back now. Why can't we watch Davy and Goliath? Because this is on. Sunday morning gospel jubilee. Jubilee. Songs about the man from Galilee. Galilee. <laughs> Come on, y'all. You're way off base. You clap on the two and four. You yeah. clap on the one and the three. No, you when don't. Gospel. You clap on the two. White gospel. All right. That's it. Songbirds uh, has Joe Robinson. If you remember Joe Robinson well, you years know ago. You know it's white gospel because we can't carry yeah, a beat. Yeah, we can't carry a beat. And we can't carry a tune and we can't keep rhythm. Uh, and nobody was I dancing. And remember jo- when I clapped that thing? Yeah. Through yeah, what? you did all right. I did great. Joe, Joe Robinson, virtuoso <laughs> guitarist from Australia. One Australia's Got Talent in 2008. He played Riverfront Nights. He showed up full rock star mode. He was a wonderful young man. What's and his name again? Joe Robinson. Joe Robinson. It doesn't sound all that impressive, but he is awesome. Australia's produced a lot of great blues musicians, but this guy was like 19, mm-hmm. and boy, the ladies loved him. Sure. Uh, they really did, and I, I've been rooting for him ever since. So he is going to be at Songbirds, and that is going to be Saturday as well. Is this Lyle Lovett over here? Lyle Lovett, of course, is bringing his acoustic group, but I think that's actually already. I like his big band better. I think that's beyond us now. I think that we might have got that one a little bit late. Chattanooga Lookouts, all right, not the season, but if you want to sing the national anthem, they start doing tryouts (laughs) on Monday. And I have seen people... You can't butcher do. it We've beyond degree, up for that. and I have yeah. seen people <laughs> no, peg it, just peg it. I thought the girl that did it at the, the the country singer that did it at the Super Bowl this year did a great version without all the warbling. You know, yeah. it sounded like her leg was being cut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that just a straight up beautiful version. Um, the Bobby Stone film series. This is the final group of uh, of offerings for this season. Hey, wait and before you before you get into that, look up. When you get a chance, if you are from Chattanooga, go on YouTube and look YouTube. up YouTube and look up worst national anthem. Worst national anthem. Oh, oh, we've oh, I've posted rough. this before. It's, it's from WDEF. Everybody has seen this. I don't, I don't want to insult our nation. I, yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's, well, no, no, but it's from here. That's why I, I say look it up. It's well, let from me, here. Let me tell you real it's quick. The cop in the background with the smirk yeah. on his face. That's. <laughs> Sydney Poitier films, one of them sucks, one of them is wonderful, <laughs> and they're going to do To Sir With Love, 1967, the one that kind of put him on the map along with Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, 
at least that one had Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn in it. Yes. Uh, to Serve with Love was horrible. It did not age well. It won all good. the awards. Oh, Petula Clark, my God. <laughs> but then The Defiant Ones with Tony Curtis, that's a fantastic movie. That's a, that, and that ages perfectly well. And one more thing, Wild About Wildflowers, I have a weakness for wildflowers. Oh, nice. I'm not good at identifying trees. I never have been. Or edible plants. I'm mm -hmm. not Yule Gibbons, but I'm pretty good at identifying wildflowers. And of course, they look like weeds mm -hmm. nine out of 10 days, 99 out of 100 days. And when they bloom, they're special. And I'm always finding them wondering I wonder if this is one of those rare little lady slippers. And out at Reflection Riding and the Arboretum out there in the Nature Center, they've got a couple of weeks coming up to learn how to identify them. And there are more than likely. Uh, plants around here that bloom here that don't bloom anywhere else. We yeah. just haven't quite discovered them yet. So there you go. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. My corner. It's the pimp. Heck yeah. Here she comes. Yeah. Walking down the street, flare bell bottoms. Singing do what uh, diddy diddy dum diddy diddy do. Diddy dum diddy do. Got those big tall stacks on with goldfish <laughs> swimming around in the heels. <laughs> Low cut blouse, lots of gold dangling. Come on, pimp Jen. Tell right. us what's on your corner. I'm going to get you to help me with this story um, because I think it's ridiculous. Uh, the Republican supermajority at the Capitol is, get, is, is going after more books. This, time's, this time, books the GOP say contain uh, pornographic material. Yep. And uh, the flowers the, the bill, of Robert Maplethorpe. The bill mm -hmm. is receiving backlash and could criminally charge librarians. <laughs> no, they're serious. They're, no, this is, this no, they're, is they're very, very serious. serious. Oh, they're very serious. No, they're, they're literally talking about criminal charges being brought against school librarians that is insanity because of what they deem to be pornographic material and therefore they are corrupting the children and introducing them to pornography and they profanity could be, they could be in serious trouble for just doing their jobs and, i would like to introduce you, them to some profanity if you don't think that will have a chilling effect yeah. on that job and every other job inside our nation's schools and Tennessee schools, you are a buffoon and an right. idiot. It is going to have a profound effect, and it's being made, these decisions are being made again by nutless, gutless, spineless cowards who do not know how to stand up for what's right. They've never heard the phrase, it's never the wrong time to do the right thing, and that's sometimes to stand up against the majority of your friends who are all going along to get along. It makes me sick to my stomach. I was shocked. You know, this is a tri trivial part of the story, but I was shocked that Victoria Jackson, who used to be on SNL, I don't know if you remember back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, um, when SN yeah, yeah. When SNL was still funny, she stood up in favor of this bill. Oh, I mean, that gives comedians hmm. and entertainers have their own editorials uh -huh. and, and, and opinions. And anyway, so a misdemeanor uh, with a maximum fine of $50,000. At least it's not jail time. Is what would happen. That's enough. 
It's, it's enough it's to have the Chilean effect. And there it's will ridiculous. never be a single librarian who ever gets charged with whatever this and is. And it makes so us look like idiots. It makes us it look really worse than Florida. It really does. It's, it's hard to look worse than Florida these yeah. days. We are, a, we are a failed experiment at this point, I'm convinced. Yeah. Here's a couple of birthdays to make some of us in the room feel old. Jackie Joyner is 60. I don't know who that is. Oh, my God. Jackie Joyner. The, the Olympian. Yeah. The Olympian. The Olympian. Yeah. The one with the nails? Yes. I loved her. I loved her, too. Fastest we woman in the world for a long time. Fastest oh. Olympian. She's oh, the she greatest, was, she was incredible. greatest female athlete of the 20th century. By she, Sports she, she she can't she she had her, her hair all pulled back and yeah. and, 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 and and dreads that yep. were tiny and they pulled pulled them back and I mean she completely flouted the aerodynamic thing. Sure. Her nails were this long. They were and they were each one painted <laughs> in a flamboyant Peter Max psychedelic, you yeah. know, looking thing. Yeah. And she would take off and she had an extra gear. She was no woman killer. ever even came close to no. her. Oh, it's kinda like the, the girl who didn't get to compete because yes. she smoked weed. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. With the bright yeah. orange yes. hair, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Anyway, yeah, 60 years old. Uh, Tone Loke is 56 now. Funky Cole Medina. Fun- yep, Wild Thing and Funky Cole Medina. Exactly. Like Jennifer Warnes, uh, who did the song Up Where We Belong. It'll lift us up where we belong. And I've Had the Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. She's 75. No, that was the Black Eyed Peas. No, it was no. not. No, it was the Black Eyed Peas. Fergie did that. 75 years old. Okay. All Fergie's right. not that old. Uh, well, you know, it makes me feel old. Yeah. Uh, hang, on, um, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Jennifer Warren's, if I'm not mistaken, was the, well, she was Mary Magdalene in the first Jesus Christ Superstar. I think I'm right about that. I don't know how to love him. I think she was. Possibly. I could be wrong. Possibly. I could be talking about hyperbolic bombs <laughs> or, or Iraq. <laughs> Uh, This is an interesting thing. If you're a polygamist, does it make sense to marry triplets? Show of hands. A guy in (laughs) the Congo got hitched to three identical sisters because apparently he doesn't care for variety. What a bad idea. He started by dating one of them, who then introduced him to her sisters. And they all hit it off. And now he he, he claims they proposed to him. There is nothing that could go wrong. And the sisters don't think there's anything weird about it at all. <laughs> they say they've been sharing everything since birth anyway. It's completely Look. normal. <laughs> Look. There's nothing wrong. Look. That's what they sound like there. I I can guarantee you I know enough people who've lived alternative lifestyles. Yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a fantasy to most men. Give it two months. Yeah, exactly. Give it two cycles of 28 days. <laughs> and I guarantee and you know. they'll be begging and clawing to get out. I uh, just, just, he should have, he should have come talk to me and I could have pointed him in the right direction. Maybe they're right like people. so subjugated that it's like, okay. Yeah, right. The next time you uh, <laughs> consider flying somewhere, think of this story. Cops in Buffalo pulled a pilot out of a jet blue cockpit yeah. right before takeoff. Yeah, he was four times be- the freaking legal because limit. Because he was so drunk, his blood alcohol tested two times over the legal limit. Yeah, four, four if you're a pilot, though. Four 50, if you're a pilot, 52-year-old yeah. pilot is facing charges and might not fly ever he again. He was drunk. Let's hope he never flies again. He blew a .17. So .08 is the legal limit if you're driving, but .04 is the legal limit if you're flying. Yeah. Point one seven is that is drunk. wasted. That's drunk. Yeah. Uh, if you if you're on a bender for three days, maybe you could function with that. But people who just decide to hit it real fast and hit that point, they're knee walking, no doubt. Yeah. 
Uh, this is a local story that, that I think is a really good thing. Revive Dental, which is a nonprofit dental clinic uh, that aims to care for uninsured and underserved patients with low-cost dental care, is now open in Chattanooga. It is located at 1212 Dodds Avenue. The clinic is open Tuesdays through Thursday from 9 to 5. That's awesome. Again, that's Revive Dental. How, uh, if they're nonprofit, how do they make any money? Good question. Real quick, let me say this, that uh, Pimp's Corner is brought to you by Cadis. Since we were just talking about drinking and over-drinking, Cadis yeah. is committed to removing the barriers to recovery, breaking the bonds of addiction to alcohol and other drugs, educating the addict about the disease of addiction, and supporting and encouraging lifelong recovery for a healthier quality of life for all. That includes family members, co-workers, friends. We believe that recovery is possible with effective treatment, and that is the mission of Cadis, and we're very glad to have him here. Alright, Russell the Love Muscle Stroud, our news dude, he gets to flex his muscle as like Pimp gets her corner. Brian, we need to get you a hidey hole or something that <laughs> you can bring in something special. I mean, I always talk to you kind of before we get started about sports, but I'm fine right over here. You sure? <laughs> I'm good. No, no ex, no extra duties. Thank you very much. I got you. For now, I'm good. I always uh, thought it was a little bit unfair that like all of us get our own segment, and then Brian's like, "Oh yeah, Brian, we're going to interrupt you every." He 10 looks minutes. so sad. I've been he, doing he, this for 20 years. He looks, <laughs> he looks so sad. He just looks so dejected. I got a rock. Oh, I got a rock. I, I keep looking. He's looking at his bag. I got a rock. Brian, it's like, oh, yeah, Brian looks like he wants to say something, but uh, I'm going to keep talking. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you keep talking now. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I feel bad sometimes. Anyway, uh, Jason Armstrong is the owner of American Exotic Guitars. True definition, local artist, musician, and craftsman, American Exotic Guitars, providing the highest end in quality handcrafted, completely custom-made instruments. Stunning guitars featuring premium components with a solid body construction using both traditional tone woods and what they might call American Exotics. I think that's where they get the name from, such as Osage Orange, Acacia Coa, Black Walnut, Honey Locust, Sassafras, and Persimmon. Needless to say, they are amazing instruments. Anyone who plays guitar knows it. I don't because I don't play guitar, but if you do, you will know. AmericanExoticGuitars.com. Find them on Facebook, find them on Instagram, or you can reach Jason Armstrong directly at AmericanExoticGuitars at gmail.com. And, of course, tell him you heard about him from that crazy guy on that podcast you listened to. There you go. Um, so this is something that I was talking about with Jeff last night before <laughs> anyone else was. Oh, again. <laughs> yeah, again. So. I was sending him articles translated from Romanian. Um, so this happened last night. A terrible story. Uh, an army helicopter and a fighter jet both crashed in Romania, uh, killing everyone. And it certainly was bad timing because uh, Romania, in case you didn't know, is very, very close to Ukraine. And Romania uh, having a fighter jet that suddenly disappears over the Black Sea is a little bit distressing considering all the military activity going on. NATO country. Right. Romania is a NATO country, it should be noted. So if one of their jets suddenly disappears over the Black Sea where there happens to be some uh, Russian naval activity with, you know, anti-air missiles and everything and early detection, early warning systems, you get a little bit worried where you go, uh-oh. I sure hope that wasn't an accidental Russian blowing up a uh, plane because... Uh, non-accidental. Or non-accidental because you may remember the Russians actually did blow up a plane. It was... A commercial plane. A commercial plane. It was Malaysian Airlines. They totally did it. It was proven that they did it and they've never suffered any consequences. Well, anyway, uh, Romania is a European Union member. It's on the front line with NATO. It was... Uh, the, but the helicopter was sent out to find this jet that disappeared. It was a search and rescue mission. It was a Puma helicopter. 
helicopter, and it, just a short time after the MiG-21 Lancer plane went missing, also went missing, and the wreckage was found a short time later with uh, all five uh, people found uh, very much dead uh, in the debris of that crash. Really horrible stuff, but so far, the Minister of Defense for Romania um, doesn't seem to think that Russia was involved, which is a little bit strange. I, I thought for sure it would turn out to be one of those horrible stories, but uh, that is not the case. Al Jazeera has the article saying Romania, former member of the communist bloc, now part of NATO and the European Union, has seen tens of thousands of refugees arrive since Russia invaded its neighbor Ukraine last week. Over the past months of growing regional tensions, over the past months of regional tensions, uh, Romania repeatedly demanded reinforcements be sent to NATO's eastern flank, and its allies have responded. Uh, currently, there are more than 500 French soldiers stationed uh, in Romania as part of that uh, joint effort with the EU. And, of course, we all know the situation in Ukraine continues to devolve and get worse and worse. But uh, this one I thought was really weird, and I just wanted to bring your attention to it because I thought it was a weird one, and you're not going to hear about it anywhere else. So there you go. Mountains looking at each other, brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. I'm going to go have lunch with Robin Ring on Monday. We just owe each other a catch-up. It's been a while. She's had a lot going on in her personal life. I certainly have as well over the last couple of years. And uh, I just find her to be a delightful person and one of the most professional, hard-nosed businesswomen I've ever known. She can go from being, you know, your best friend to being your landlord. Or, you know, <laughs> even, even better, being on your side trying to sell your property or fix your property. She has that switch, that professional switch that, yeah. that women have more than men in yeah. my uh, experience. Robin is great. I love her. And you can get in touch with her if you want to buy, sell, renovate, uh, purchase, invest, or just divest, especially if you've got a distressed property. That's what she specializes in. Robin with a Y, ring, rc2realtysolutions.com. She's a good person to yeah. know, too. What a great sense yeah. of humor. Mountains looking at each other, and that's the storytelling part of the show. And a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, this morning, uh, downtown at the <laughs> Holiday Inn, downtown, uh, right across from the Doubletree there, I spoke to the downtown chamber committee and uh, their guests for their breakfast meeting that they do once a month normally they did one in october after all the covid lockdown in person had a pretty good crowd and then they had to go right back to zooming again so this is the first one they've had since the second one since they locked down in 2020 uh it was great uh breakfast was good everybody was friendly i saw a lot of old faces and people that i knew down there some of them knew about the podcast, listened. Some of them had heard about it but didn't really know how to go about listening. Most of them didn't know anything about it. And this is pretty much what I had to say. This is the story today. I'm just going to because it's kind of the story of the podcast. And some of you people out there don't know. So give me just a couple of minutes here, and I'll run down real fast. These are my notes, and y'all know I, I rarely take notes. You've actually written notes? I actually, yeah, I told them that, too. I said, y'all need to appreciate this. <laughs> and I looked at it, and I said, uh, thank you for buying the IKEA television uh, stand. <laughs> you know, see, see to tab A into slot B. And uh, no, just mention a little bit of, uh, you know, the brag. I mean, Chattanooga Drive-In Show, right off the bat, entertaining information, informative entertainment. Listen on your own terms. That's the one of the pros of being recorded is you get to stop, fast forward, rewind. Every morning at 5, it's yours in your pocket at that point. One of the cons, of course, we have to think about it being tomorrow, and we want to compete with the other, you know, 
broadcast outlets, especially here, even the newspaper, we want to compete against all other journalistic endeavors here and beat you to the punch, but we're having to pre-record a day earlier, so we have to think about it being in terms of tomorrow. Fortunately, it's not hard. Sometimes we still be They, they suck so bad. Right. They suck so bad. And I did not hesitate saying this. I did I did piss off some people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mentioned the course. just a little <laughs> bit, just a little bit, I just gave a kind of a brief history. I said, I started in 92 at a 5,000-watt AM radio station that they could not give away. They literally tried to give it away, and nobody wanted it. By the time that station ran its course we were real players in town and then we went to the fm dropped a thousand watts went down to five thousand watts and regularly beat two if not three of the class a 100,000 watt you know radio stations in this town 18 times the power and we just wiped the floor with them why because we delivered a good product and the best manager in the world, best boss in the world, Don Newberg, who came up through programming, not through sales, probably the last radio GM anywhere in America that did that, said if you if you produce a quality product, people will find it. Mm-hmm. So then Danuga Radio, a station you couldn't even hear. Literally half the places around this town, you couldn't even pick them up on the radio, but Facebook saved us. Right. And phone apps saved us. And we were major players there. We were going after the old guys and taking advertisers and listeners away from them. Like So, I mean, the idea of conversational radio, it's not that difficult. We don't sell ideology. We sell ears. And when people tune in, it's an easy sell. They either like it or they don't. If they tune in twice... Well, they'll either like it or they don't, but the chances are they're getting used to it. You get them three times, you've probably got a listener. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is people don't tune out because of ideology. They tune out because they're bored. They listen because they really like what you're saying or they really dislike what you're saying. But whatever they think, they're engaged. As a matter of fact, the people who dislike what you're saying are probably listening even harder. So they're active listeners. I I put the stopwatch to it, you guys. I mean, kind of euphemistically. We give five to six times the headlines that two and a half hours of local TV news give every night. We do it in 20, 25 minutes every Mm -hmm. morning. I'm talking about exponentially more news. And we do it in a conversational manner, have fun, and everybody gets to chime in. How often are we even really in consensus on anything? (laughs) Rarely. (laughs) So you get the other side of the story pretty much in real time, right? So I said, you haven't heard of it if you haven't heard of it because I, going against everybody's advice, went very hard after the jugular of morning radio shows and TV you know, morning shows. I just think they're they're terrible. The syndicated stuff appeals to the lowest denominator, sexist, racist, homophobic, old, just BS, redneck radio. The local shows might be doing some news and some talk, but they have no, they're lackluster. They're mailing it in. They forgot to have fun. They're writing out the ends of their careers. And then you just got the cheese, the cheese sandwiches. Here's a piece of cheese, cheese in the middle, another piece of cheese, no bread, no mayo, just cheese and smarm. 
and just boosterific. We love this town, but one of the ways to make this town better is pointing out its flaws and saying, let's work on this. You can't always just, you know, be doing that senseless banter. What well, didn't those kids look like they were having fun out in that beautiful day? Could have been a prettier day. We're going to get a prettier day tomorrow. I think we're going to get a pretty day. Is it pretty where you are? Pretty where I am? By God. And they do that five times every <laughs> half hour. Five weather forecasts every half hour with this senseless banter. That's just crazy. It's just wasted time. Well, so it's time to fire up the grill, Jeff. Listen, you know, more on your terms. Get something that's worthwhile. So we're making huge advances. We're on all these platforms. We're figuring out a way to add our metrics together. I just told him in the very beginning, I said, fun fact, you actually already love this show. You just don't know it. So, you know, tune in. And I mean, I had stickers. I passed them out. Stickers have no contact information on them. That's right. I said, yeah, they this, do. This shows, this shows the kind of professionalism I bring to they this thing. They have the website. I mentioned your name <laughs> several times and your number. I actually had people come up to me later and said, you, and said, I've that, already got a you call. said that pretty quick. Yeah. Can you give me that number again? And uh, that's just it. I mean, boredom is the enemy. No fun is the enemy. Liberal, you know, conservative, that's just what we do that's part and part that's salt and pepper and what we do i don't want to see a bunch of bliss monkeys you know on a pay for play situation <laughs> which is all of their noon shows oh, yeah. or 11 a.m shows or 10 a.m shows whatever they do in the midday i mean everybody on there has paid to be on there there's no news and there's no entertainment it's neither one. Well, we're so happy to have a representative for the American Center for Erectile Dysfunction on today. Yeah, I, I just I said we're like a judge, and in many you know senses, I've always said our ministry is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. But every single time we do come to a consensus, there ought to be half the people should be happy with it, half the people should be mad with it, just like a judge. I'm mad all the time, and you know that's just <laughs> it. And we love our town. And American jur journalism, like Churchill said about democracy, it's the worst possible form of government except for all the others. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> American journalism is the worst it's ever been, and it's still better than all the others. But we need to get it back where it's good again because we used to try much harder and take much more pride in what we did. And right now, mailing it in is the order of the day, and we don't do that here. Thank you. That's the story. Regional Roundup, Shotgun Shoutouts, brought by Tennessee American Water Company. Saw Daphne down there. She was one of the cool. participants. I don't even know how to mail things. I can't mail anything in. Since 1887, they've been making sure that your faucet in your home and your business has good, clean, potable water coming out of it. Or washing the laundry, feeding the dogs, and drinking yourself. Uh, making whatever food you're making. Uh, dang, is our water good. Tennessee Attorney General Herbert Slattery has been asked to enforce the two subpoenas he issued late last year and all the way back in 2020 against Cade Cothran and Glenn Casada. Uh, those guys have been Ooh. riding on those things for some time Man, now. I forgot all about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They said, shouldn't we actually see some action on this at some point? Yeah, you'd think. Down in Georgia, uh, here comes David Perdue with Trump's massive endorsement, <laughs> and he's going into the town of Rutledge, Georgia, little bitty tiny town mm -hmm. where Rivian, an electric vehicle plant, is going to put in a $5 billion development, the largest wow. single industrial development in Georgia history. Sounds great. Add 7,500 jobs. Oh, no. Oh, no? Purdue's against it. Oh, why? Purdue, well, because they make electric vehicles. 
But there's got to be an economic reason, right? No, no, no. They make electric vehicles, and that's a touchy, feel-good, you know, sort of thing, and it doesn't really help the, you know, carbon emissions. Well, it and it's all but... it's all a big fat lie. And we don't need electric vehicles. We don't need these fake jobs. Seventy-five hundred jobs, and five billion dollars. You know, with the job market the way that it is, I think we can take anything we can get. Politics most foul. Politics most foul. Uh, he's got. There's got to be a better reason than just we don't like electric cars. The the sheriff, of course, has endorsed uh, Matt Hollander. Guess who the sheriff's department endorsed? <laughs> that was funny. Sabrina, Sabrina Smedley. Smedley. Yeah. I mean, the uh, department itself, the, uh, the, 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 the group that Cody Womp was talking about yesterday, the Republican of the International Brotherhood of Police Officers, they support Sabrina Smedley. What so does your you gut go. tell you? Who do you think is going to win that race? I think Hollander is going to win, but that is a very interesting it's dynamic yeah. of, of what, yeah. what, and how much does that encourage the small amount of people that are going to vote? Did you hear, did you, Weston said when he was asked about Hammond's endorsement of Hollander, he goes, I don't really want to say anything about it, you know, I mean, I, I don't dislike, Matt's a great guy yeah. and I like the sheriff. He goes, that's a that's a favor to his dad. Let's right. just let's face it. He, he did a favor to Bill Hollander. Of course, by, that's what yeah, that was. that's what it was. And then you know when Cody was in here yesterday, she she suggested kind of the the same thing. She said that another candidate had brought that up, and she clearly meant Sabrina. Yeah, you know that actually made that a news item that uh, the sheriff was not supposed to do that. Is this is this a fifty percent or a runoff kind of election? Do we know? You know, I don't think so. I was I was thinking about that yesterday because it's going to be so tight. It's going to be so tight. I don't yeah. imagine. I think it's simple majority. I think huh. that's right, but I don't want to say because I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. All right, very quickly, state-by-state uh, state stuff. Atlanta State Senate passed a GOP-backed bill Monday that would eliminate the need for license to carry a handgun in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alabama, Montgomery works That's a hard. little bit, uh, sorry, real no. quick. That's a little bit weird to me because um, I don't know what to do now. What about carrying? Yeah, because I have a license. In Georgia. I have a license, so it's I like, would I would have my license on me. To, I, I I do. Yeah. I have I have my license on me at all times. Yeah, just like my driver's license and my debit card. Like, That's what I carry. I don't carry a wallet. Those three things because I don't want to have to deal with a policeman yeah, hassling out. me, saying, "Well, let me run this through the you know the records." In case you've never seen one, Jen. Yeah, they give out these little licenses. That's a much better picture of you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Than the, the terrorist that picture. That is. That's a really good picture. Yeah. So they, they hand those out. You have to go to probate court, and you pass a background check, and you get fingerprinted and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. they give you the Georgia weapons carry license, uh, which I think is a perfectly fine, non-infringing way of doing it because it makes sure you're not a criminal, and then after that, you're good to go. Um, I don't really know what I think about the constitutional carry thing, honestly, because that makes it so reciprocity is harder. So to, to put things into perspective, um, the license, uh, Georgia has reciprocity with different states, meaning that the license is recognized in, say, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, et cetera. Yeah. So if I don't have the license and I'm not required to have it anymore, but how does that work? But possibly not Virginia or certainly not D.C. Right, right. Uh, you've got to keep up. Florida didn't recognize it for a while. Yeah, I think they, they do, do now. now. All right, so anyway, um, Alabama Montgomery, works of art created by people who've been imprisoned on display at their archives uh, of history uh, called the Changing the Course Art 
by the currently and formerly incarcerated. This is pretty much truth in advertising. That's cool. Exhibit opened last week and will be on display until April 15th. I think anything that helps the rehabilitation is good. Uh, of course, down in Mobile, they did have their own carnival in Mardi Gras. Everybody's still celebrating Mardi Gras. Uh, here you go. Volunteer State has stepped up Tennessee Donor Services, announcing it registered 107,000 new organ and tissue donors last year, surpassing its goal. I don't know what they did to do that, but good for them. I don't understand why anybody would not sign that, yeah. even though you got to sign it in a Sharpie and then dig it down in there to make it stay. Well, I don't know who would not want a giant electric vehicle plant as well. And <laughs> since I've gone this far, let me go ahead and do the rants, and I've only got a few. Okay. Uh, 25 words or fewer, a Sunday Times Free Press perspective section. We don't have much time. I know, it. just a little bit of a snapshot of what people are thinking. In today's times, can there be a person lower than a porch pirate who steals food deliveries to the home of old or infirm people? No, oh, that's horrible. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, whatever. If you don't want to watch, don't want to listen, nobody's stopping you from not doing it. Well, their numbers have never been lower. Yeah. Shirley Biden's do selection of a SCOTUS nominee will be jurisprudently reassuring, considering his assessment of Sun Hunter is the smartest guy I know. Trump makes Nixon look like a choir boy. Republicans who called Nixon out had integrity, class, and sought the truth. Legitimate political discourse. Yeah, right. We've talked about that, actually, about how Nixon yeah. stuff is like just boy, oh, children's nothing. stuff compared to what we have today. Republicans chanted, lock her up for mishandling emails. Doesn't Trump's taking classified documents to Mar-a-Lago mentally deserve a tisk-tisk, you Republican patriots? I became deconstructed when my church sold its soul to Donald Trump for political power. Don't know which church. Cancel culture liberals are so easily triggered. Joe Rogan is not a right winger. He just asks valid and inconvenient questions. Well, you know, I'll agree with that, actually. Yeah, I, I do, too. Not about the triggered part. But, no. But, no, no the, calling Joe Rogan a right winger is just off your nut. He interviewed a ton of leftists. He had Bernie, Ma yeah. uh, Bernie uh, Sanders Bernie on. Sanders in for a couple hours. Yeah, it was a go. good interview. I don't know where the people get off with that. Here we go. That clinches it. Sheriff Hammond has endorsed Matt Hollander for county mayor, so I know I'm voting for Sabrina or Weston. Monitoring every teacher's curriculum and publishing it would require a huge bureaucracy. I thought Republicans were about cutting red tape. If you are secretly happy Russia invaded Ukraine because you think it will hurt Biden, you're both a traitor and a fascist. Two more. I think there's a lot of that. Apparently, fist fights and slugfests are now normal occurrences at Chattanooga bars. Sweet. Recent beer board news caught me by surprise. I must lead a very sheltered life. And why is it the churches think they need to travel out of state or out of the country to do mission work? Are these trips just camouflaged vacations? Having taken a couple of them, I can tell you they most certainly are not. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of hard work. As a matter of fact, a lot more hard work than you probably expect. Digging wells is not a vacation. <laughs> no, no. No, ripping down drywall out of a black-molded house in New Orleans after Katrina was not a vacation. Yeah. Um, top of the pops. Um, really... I, I had the, the Free Press editorial on Erlanger, and it's just so remarkably negative. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. It's just yeah. so remarkably negative. I just I just jotted a top down, just, just the, 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 at the top of this editorial, the top of the pops. I said, can y'all imagine any positives coming from this? Because there's not one. Mm -hmm. You talk about being slanted. They go after him saying, we can imagine the bottom dropping out of the safety net hospital. They say they don't anticipate any change in the indigent care if we can meet, you know, keep the hospital successful. Well, that's what the whole move is for, is to keep the hospital successful. 
Once they're taken to a private, nonprofit model, what assurance does the public have that it won't be sold and then sold again? That's what motivated them in the beginning is that they were about to be hostily taken over by one of those damn groups out of Texas that do nothing except that, Mm -hmm. buy things and sell them. So they're trying to prohibit that from happening. Just in an editorial, there ought to be at least a couple of sentences that say, on the other hand, they got plenty of time and plenty of room. And other people read it and say, okay, here's what I would do. We don't get a chance to do that in spoken word. Mm-hmm. I just they, they could do a better job. And yeah. I, I don't criticize the paper as often as I criticize other media outlets, but I thought that was crappy. Yeah, and that's that the really top good. of the pops today. And um, I've got one um. You're yeah, talking please. about the 10 years of the uh, super outbreak. It's two years to the day. I just saw a friend of mine in East Nashville uh, post from the tornadoes that ripped through East Nashville just oh. right after the start of the the pandemic which has led to all yeah, kinds of chaos I remember that. it's the area of nashville that i don't need a gps like remember. it's my kind of my second home i know my brother yeah. lives there friends of mine live there shredded the basement east that's where that's where cody um, lives cody yeah. lives smack dab what's that name of that famous barbecue place that's right next to downtown near where they're building the soccer stadium i think there's two of them in town there's a I'm line of edley's over there but it's not Ed, edley's it's it's, it, it's whatever is it, it is no. it might it, it, it might be but we have an Edley's here now, yeah, but it's based do. out of Nashville. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not. I'm not. I'm That's not where he sure lives. about that. But it's two years to the day that that, uh, course, that happened. Yeah, missed the, my brother's house by about a quarter mile. The, wow. egg, the exit in was destroyed for all practical purposes, and he's he said all the good old stuff in old Nashville got killed. Yeah, and all That's the new sad. stuff basically survived. And the new and development came in and started taking over. So yeah, there's been a lot of fights since then. The, but anyway, the only um I had was the fact that you know we did talk about the fire. That was out on MLK the other day, just briefly. I didn't think it was Lamar's. I thought it was the building next to Lamar's, but it was Lamar's. I have wonderful memories of that place, and they're going to try to repair it to avoid demolition. Um, it was classic. It was a meeting place of young black Chattanooga and young white Chattanooga, some of old black Chattanooga, not as much old white Chattanooga, but it was definitely a melting pot and had the strongest drinks you've ever had in a bar. Wow. Insanely. Insanely, insanely strong, strong drink. Almost to the point when <laughs> I did I didn't drink liquor, but when I was younger and I was like, You have to make these drinks so strong. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I mean you if now you, I would be like, if you went yeah. in there and ordered a Long Island tea, you would be there for three hours <laughs> sipping on that Long Island tea. Get a half and, ounce of Coke <laughs> amongst could. the tequila. And a pork and chop. Yeah. And a good pork chop too. A very, very good pork chop. I've got one thing real quick that we probably won't have an opportunity to talk about this later. Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Uh, is being sued because of language she used with uh, several individuals within the uh, city of Chicago. She was quoted as saying, I'm going to use the word blank for a male anatomy, all right? All right. Uh, she says, uh, you're out there measuring your blanks with the Italians, seeing who's got the bigger blank. You're out there stroking your blanks over the Columbus statue, and I'm trying to keep Chicago police officers from getting shot, and you are trying to get them shot. What the F are you doing? My blank is bigger than yours and the Italians. I have the biggest <laughs> blank in Chicago. Where'd you go to law school? Did you even go to law school? Jeez. Do you even have a law license? Chill out. She you went- have to submit any pleadings to John Hendricks for approval before filing. John told you not to do an effing thing with the statue before my approval. Wow. Get that effing statue back before noon tomorrow. I'm going to have you fired. Oh it's raining gosh. dicks in Chicago. <laughs> my God. This is over a Christopher Columbus statue. <laughs> what a mess that town is. Wow. I think she, she's, she is at the end of her rope, the frazzled rope. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. All right, you guys. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Continue to spread the word. 
Continue to like it and do all the rest of the stuff you're supposed to do to make it better. Have Sponsors, a good weekend. Call Jen. Call me, 635-3557. Text. Text give, is better. Give us money. Don't call me. <laughs>